Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that... The guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right Brand is the number one thick-cut, hand-trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So, bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some Right Brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Welcome to the best bits of the week. This is just the bits. In case you missed it, the best bits is split up into two podcasts. And part one is the conversation I have with a show member behind the scenes. This weekend, it was Lunchbox. And part two, which is what you're listening to right now, is just the bits. So if you're getting caught up on the show and you want to know what all happened this week, and maybe you just don't have time to listen to every single thing, you're in the right place. So I'm going to count down these bits, the top seven that you guys engaged with the most, the ones everybody loved from this week on the show. Of course, there's even more at bobbybones.com if you want to hear those or even watch them. There's videos on some. But without further ado, coming in hot at number seven, we talked about the greatest songs, the ones we love because they have our names in them. And I played a pretty pretty solid joke on this one but then told a true story so i hope y'all enjoy it number seven so what's the greatest song that has your name in it everybody had time to think about that eddie's the one that suggested this segment why what is yours eddie uh tom petty into the great wide open into the great wide open yeah eddie waited till he finished high school and i listened and i'm like that's so cool that it uses my name eddie in it and that's why i love the song let me hear it again here just the eddie part Do you guys know End of the Great Wide Open? Yes. Yes. Got a tattoo. Amy, is it Amy? What you wanna do? Yeah, that's a good one. Amy, what you wanna do? Yeah, that's a good one. Who sings this? 
Pure Prairie League. Oh, struggle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Big man. Was that an easy one for you? The song? Like picking it? Yeah, I mean, are there other ones that you... Yeah, I love. I bet Amy's back in Austin. Blake. Working at La Zona Rosa Cafe. Yeah. No, I don't. I think that's... That's not Blake. That's not Blake. Blake is... Um, if you're calling, that's just awesome. Yeah, who what? sings Amy back in Austin? That was a jam, Amy. Little Texas. Little uh, Texas, yeah. yes. Okay. Lunchbox, I'm curious about you. <laughs> oh, well, man. see, here's the thing. Finding Lunchbox in a song, uh, couldn't really find it, so I just went with my, one with my nickname in it, and so this is what I picked. What's Big his? Pimp. Okay, it's not your nickname. That's not not a single person's ever called you that. Yeah, man, you guys didn't know me, my big pimp, when I was my big pimp. We actually Okay, did. I'm torn between two. So the first one is Hootie and the Blowfish, I only want to be with you. Yeah. There's a line that goes, ain't Bobby so cool. Bah, oh, bah. right. So here you go. Ain't Bobby so cool. I only want to be with you. I forgot I about that. I never knew that was Bobby. And as a kid... I was like, that's so cool they do that. And so I didn't know who it was, but I texted Darius and I was like, hey, who's, like two weeks ago, I was like, who's Bobby in this song? And he goes, Bob Dylan. When they wrote it. Because you kind of thought it could have been you? Well, it's a little young, (laughs) but I was like, hey, who knows? The other one is, because I'm going to be somebody. Travis Tritt. Oh, yeah. One of these days I'm going to break these. There's a line that goes, Bobby played his guitar on the hardest side of town. Bobby played his guitar. On the hard side of town. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Where it's hard for a poor boy to find the money. So it's probably that one because that one is a little more uh, reflective of also my life. <laughs> I didn't play guitar in the poor part of town, but yeah. I lived there, and yeah. so and I felt like that, like I'm gonna be somebody someday. What do you think? Which I, one? Oh, uh-huh. I like the Hootie one's good too. I know, I know real so, good. They're both good. You gotta pick one. Uh, Hootie. Eddie? I'm going to go with Travis Tripp because now we know it's Bob Dylan. Definitely not you. The first one could be, I mean, no, it could be you. I was also like nine. <laughs> neither or him. It's obviously the hard part of town, how you grew up and how you had yeah. dreams to make it somewhere. So it's obviously that one. Okay, so I'm going to go with Travis Tripp. I'm going to be somebody. There you go. This is before he blocked me on Twitter. Oh, yeah, way oh. before. Yeah, oh, man, now- Twitter wasn't exi- it didn't exist yet. <laughs> yes. Now change it. <laughs> Morgan, do you have a song that has your name in it? Yeah, I do. It's Two Pina Coladas by Garth Brooks. Let me hear the Morgan part. Let's set the sail with Captain Morgan. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you why. Okay. Let me tell you why. So, I, for the longest time, for my entire life, told people I was named after Captain Morgan, right? I fully believed it, thought that was true. Until like two years ago, my parents were like, you just made up that story along the line and we just let you keep telling it, but it's not true. That's not who you're named after. So, you're named after alcohol? (laughs) And that is why. She likes alcohol now. <laughs> yeah, makes kind sense. Predictive. Okay, well, that's a fun little segment. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Well, we brought the draft back this week per listener request, and we drafted bald celebrities. And somebody lost and had to eat sour cream over yogurt in a like blind taste test situation and it was pretty interesting (laughs) which you can see that video of the person who lost eating sour cream or yogurt in this whole challenge slash punishment at the Bobby Bones Show Facebook page is on the live video from I believe Tuesday Uh, but it's just sitting there on our feed this video is 
hilarious and will give you a good laugh. I know some of y'all have been looking for it. And if you just want to hear the draft and who we picked in Bald Celebrities and who we should have picked and yell at us through the radio, that's happening right now. Here's the draft of Bald Celebrities. Number six. All right, let's pick our favorite famous bald people. We're going to do a draft here, so I hope you guys have a list of the people that you're going to pick. Now, here's the difference. We're changing our draft up where you just don't want to finish last because the person who finishes last has to do something that's not pleasant. So, if you finish last in this draft, you have to play a game that isn't fun tomorrow. Yogurt or sour cream? Question mark. Ooh. So don't finish last. That's the goal. What we've learned is listeners don't care about who wins stuff anymore. They just want people to finish last. (laughs) So, uh, Ray, you're up first. We rolled the dice. Favorite bald person? I'm going with The Rock. That's a good one. Yeah! That's a good first-round pick. I'm going to go with Kenny Chesney. She's my favorite bald person. Amy? Vin Diesel. Fast and Furious? He is bald. I love Fast and the Furious. Pretty good. And and Ray took the oh, you rock. Don't, you don't have to fight for it. I'm just saying that. Well, yeah, when you go. <laughs> He's like 11th on mine. Lunchbox? Wow, this is not the way I thought it was going to go. I wanted. Did to... you have Vin Diesel up there? I had him like a last round pick if there was no one left. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, guys, I, oh, man. I'm going to go with, gosh, I'm going to go with Darius Rucker. It's good. And Morgan, you have the last pick of the first round. I'm going to go Samuel L. Jackson. Is he bald now? Yes. Bald. Oh, he's bald. He, all right. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Okay. We're, 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 so now we'll go backward. So how it goes first round goes in that order. Then we reverse the order for the second round to make Snake it even. Draft. Morgan, what do you have for your first pick? Oh, man. I'm going with Pitbull. Dolly. Mr. 305. Worldwide. A lunchbox. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't know if people like this person, though. I mean, he's famous, but do they love him? Um, I can't do it. I'm going with the one and only... You just said the one and only, but you didn't have anything in mind? No, I can't. Man, I, like, the, the person I'm thinking is famous, but do people love him? Go ahead. Give me... No, I'm doing I'm, do, I'm doing Steve Harvey. Okay. What? Yeah. Oh, Amy? he is. He's bald. Okay. Yeah. All right. Amy, your favorite bald person. So far off Not the good. list, The Rock, Kenny Chesney, Vin Diesel, Darius Rucker, Samuel L. Jackson, Pitbull, and Steve Harvey. Mr. Clean. Okay. I'm going to go Michael Jordan. He's definitely bald. Yeah. Good one. I'm surprised he's still here. Honestly. I don't don't know if these people just have shaved heads or they're bald. Doesn't matter. They're bald. You can shave your head bald. Oh. Well, that would have helped me. (laughs) No, it's just bald. Yeah, no hair, bald. Yeah. I thought they had to be like, no hair. I don't know the medical history. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you shave your head bald. Wow. Okay, Raymundo, we got the final pick of the second round. Sorry your acting career is over, my man, but I got you in this little game. Bruce Willis. 
Well, that's a sad story the Rangers throws out there. He had to quit acting. I thought about it, but I felt bad for him. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I did too. Okay, last round. Hmm. You're just trying not to finish last. Raymundo, favorite bald person. Wow, that back-to-back on the snake really gets you. I really don't even have a person right now, so I'm kind of uh, struggling. I wanted Jordan real bad. Give me Mike Tyson. Bald? I guess. Yeah, yeah. you can even see his tattoo in his head. I guess so. Okay. Well, mine's controversial. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, it. do it. What? Don't. You're don't don't do it. I'm going with Eddie. What? No, no. no. That's what I was gonna do, no. but that's not who I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> Guys, I'm not even bald. Take I'm bald on top. I'm bald Dean on top. You're bald on top. <laughs> I'm going with Eddie. Producer Eddie. Yeah, so I guess this is a loose oh definition of bald. It's everything's loose. World, the world's loose. <laughs> you pick Mr. Clean, Amy. Yes, it's not even your real. He's a cartoon. We, we, we've always been able to pick yes, but our fictional po- the, characters. But the point is, it's loose. It's not even a real person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it had Amy's to be stunned. Sh- We're not picking real <laughs> humans. I, with I, I thought it had to be shiny bald. Go ahead. Me? Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, wow, Amy. Wow. Wow, you're going to get slapped. No, why? That's what why? I she is. She has a, she shaved her head. You just told me the new rules. Bobby's walking up to you. <laughs> this is not, she's favorite. I'm why not, no she, one's arguing with you I know, at all. That's not, I just want to picture because I don't think people like her now. Why wouldn't they like her? She didn't do anything wrong. She gave Will a look. Then she oh my God. She, she sent Will a text, go hit him. <laughs> okay, yep. she did. All right, lunchbox. <laughs> Well, Bobby, when you said you're going to go controversial, that's where I thought you were going, which was what Amy picked. I was like, do not do that, uh, but Amy took care of that for us. There's so many on my list that I don't know who to go with. Favorite bald person. But, guys, this guy delivers packages to your front door. I mean, he invented this. Give me Jeff Bezos. Oh, he's definitely bald. Mm-hmm. Morgan? No, oh, man. I Yeah, there are still a lot. Like, I got... Howie Mandel, Stanley Tucci, Terry Crews. Stanley the- Tucci? Stanley Tucci goes around Italy. He's a, he's he, yeah, he's show. great. Yeah. Oh, Everybody loves is. Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think I'm going to go with John Travolta. Is he bald? Oh, he's yeah. very bald. Oh, he's very bald. Huh. Yeah, he's very bald. Okay. Basically, we just pick older men that were like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I had George Costanza. Good one. That I didn't go with. I had Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, bald. Jason Statham, Homer Simpson. Controversial. Oh. <laughs> Homer would have been Charlie cool. Brown, Larry David. Yeah. Thanos. Thanos, yeah. Dr. Mm-hmm. Evil. Oh, okay. Uncle okay. Fester. Is that Adam's family? Adam's family and Shrek. Those are my other ones I had that I didn't get to. Wow, nobody picked Scuba? Nobody wanted to pick Scuba? It was either going to be you or Scuba Steve. Okay. It's funny to go to Balding. Yeah, but I went with you, Eddie, because you're in the room. Yeah, yeah I'm right in front of you. You're a fan favorite, you know? <laughs> okay. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. It's always fun when Tim McGraw stops by the show. That's why he's in at number five. He talked about stories from his time on set on the TV show 1883 with his wife, Faith Hill. He had so many fun stories from that. Plus, uh, just a little spoiler here from the interview. Tim never took any acting lessons. Like, what? I mean, he's so good at what he does. I know we all loved his role in The Blind Side. I know so many people are loving his role on 1883. So 
It was a really cool interview just to hear Tim talk about acting, but not only that, he talked about his latest single, he talked about his daughters, it was just a really fun interview, and he also admitted the most embarrassing moment of his career, which I always find interesting to hear. So here it is, Bobby interviewing Tim McGraw. Number five, the Friday morning conversation with Tim McGraw. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Good. Yeah. What, uh, we were talking about your tour before we came on the air here, and I just wonder, is there a tour shape that you feel like you have to be in before you hop out on stage, or can you play yourself in shape like ball players do? Well, I, I try to stay pretty close most of the time, um, but it's a whole different kind of shape in tour because the workouts are a lot harder. I mean, we we do two or three days when we're on tour, and you know, and the and the shows are pretty high energy, so you know. It, it's the breath is the is the main thing. It's get, getting your cardio back up. Yeah, I guess, yeah. And, and that was my point, is that I've seen your shows. They're very high energy. Mm-hmm. And the breathing, as you're singing songs and running around, do you ever have the guys go, <sighs> like you give them a sign, like, guys, cover me for a second, like, catch my breath. <laughs> There's been times before shows where I said, guys, tonight I'm going to need you guys to step out front and give me a little more energy because I'm a little tired. There's been a few of those nights. But, uh, you know, by the time we by the time we hit hit the stage, we're pretty ready. You know, the the biggest deal now is um, remembering words. <laughs> that's, the, that's the hardest thing because, you know, after the last six months or so, you know, remembering lines to a script and then um, coming back home. And now I'm in the middle of working on a new album as well. And we're going into tour production rehearsal. So remembering the words is the toughest part, but it, it usually comes back pretty quickly. Do you keep a prompter at all up there? No, I haven't got to that point yet. But but uh, by the time I get to that point, I won't be able to read it. <laughs> Your eyes have gone so bad you can't read it. so bad by that time I can't read it. So I better remember them. Tim's launching his first solo tour in six years. Starts April 29th. Uh, 17 cities. It's been six years, huh? Yeah, you've six done a whole solo, solo tour. tour. Yeah, the last tour was Faith and I for Soul to Soul for two years. And then, you know, COVID and, 18, uh, you know, all the other stuff we've been doing, It um, it's been a while. I yeah. guess because you've been so present and you've been killing it in all these other areas, it, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. But it has been that long. It has been. I hope it doesn't feel like that long. I hope everybody's not forgotten me. But uh, yeah, I'm. But I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, there's nothing like. I mean, you know, you've been up there on stage. There's nothing like that energy from the crowd and that that um, instant gratification. And and to me, I feel like I'm bragging a bit on my band. I feel like I have the best band in the world. So to be on stage with these great musicians and to be able to play these these songs that 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 I love and recorded throughout my career, it's. Um, it's pretty special, and and I, and I love the whole creative part that we're starting to get into now. The stage design, the lighting design, the video design, and how it all meshes together and how it all flows together. That's a uh, that's something that I really enjoy doing. That creative process. You get tickets at timmcgraw.com, obviously. What? It, but what creatively? It's funny you bring that up because I feel like at this stage you've done a bit of everything at ma- all levels. Like you've acted in massive movies and TV shows. You've done music as as big as you can get. Like what now inspires you to just continue creating? You know, I think just wanting to get better. I mean, at really, what though? Well, just I, I mean, I think the the instant that you think that you can't get any better, or the instant that you think that you that you're like I've got it covered, I think is, is probably the time to hang it up. I mean, and for me, uh, musically, I feel like I'm I'm just you know finding great songs and still love going in the studio and recording them still love playing live um doing the acting is i think 
it inspires me more creatively musically. So I think every time I do a, a, a creative project, it sort of ups the ante of what I expect from myself. What's the hardest thing, and, and what's the difference, I, I guess, in when you did when you do a movie? Mm-hmm. Um, let's say um, when you did uh, Sandra Bullock. Um, what's, well, the Blind Side. Side. Blind Side. Yeah, one, yeah. one of my good friends is the literal kid, S.J. Tui. Oh, so yeah, I should, yeah, I should yeah, have known kid, that. Yes. Kid, yeah. I mean, now he's an adult, you know, yeah, yeah. head of football operations at UCF. Sure. But when you do athlete, the, yeah. that movie versus when you do a television show, what are the differences in how you have to actually perform? Well, I mean. For one thing, there, there's no sort of f- feedback, really, when you're doing a movie or you're doing a TV show. You know, everybody's on set, you're doing the scenes, and it's not like, you know, you don't, it's not like this big <laughs> applause at the end of every scene that you do. You know, you just do it and move on. So it's hard to know how it's gone, you know. It's, Is there a difference in doing the two, though, like a movie? Between a movie and yeah, a series? Yeah, like, and how you have to act. Well, not how you have to act, I don't think. I think... The, the acting is just really is inspired by the writing more than anything. I mean, when in the world that's created by the, the producers and, and the directors, the world that they create that puts you in it. Um, and then you get into costume and that stuff and it puts you right into the to the moment. Um, the TV series was pro- was the hardest job I've ever had. I mean, and I grew up working on a farm, you know, moving irrigation systems and driving tractors. And so that we did. And, and to be able to do it with faith was fantastic. But we we spent five or six months, fourteen hours a day, six days a week, probably three three hours of sleep a night, just to just to do this thing and, and out in the elements every day. But but look, it was it was fantastic and inspiration. I'm grateful I got to do it. Um, I, I grew up riding horses, so to be on horses every day and roping and chasing bad guys. I mean, and you know, wearing the chaps and the cowboy hat and carrying the pistols around. I mean, it was it was every little boy's dream, I guess, to do something like that. And I got to play a badass. So I mean, that was pretty cool. Did it make you want to uh, get a place and kind of live that life a little more, or the opposite? By the end of it, yeah. I was I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was a little over it by the end of it. Well, with all of your acting, and Lunchbox here on the show has been taking acting classes. He he yeah. he takes them on Zoom only, and he pays three hundred bucks. Yeah, a month. and it's only on Zoom because of COVID, so we weren't meeting in person. So that's it. Right, but still, it's still on Zoom. Yeah, right now it is. But do you enjoy it? Love it. Yeah, yeah. It's so fun. This yeah. is what they do. They take scripts from TV shows and just read them. Right. And so, do you feel like you could actually learn? on Zoom, and do you feel like 300 bucks a month to just read scripts from TV shows? <laughs> do you feel like that's pretty fair? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, <laughs> you know, look, it, 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 it just depends on what what, it, what you get out of it, I Man, guess. he's hemming and hawing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never taken an acting class. Never? So I, that was no, my question. Yeah, ever? I, I, never, no, I've never taken an acting class, so I probably should. Do you have to do those videos where they're like, okay, uh, make us a video of you acting out a scene? Did you ever have to do that early on in your acting career? No. Um, you know, because... Most of my videos weren't really acting involved. I mean, here's the hardest thing, I think, from making music videos to making a movie or or TV series, I guess, or anything else is being a musician and making videos, you're so attuned to looking at the camera. And the last thing you want to do when you're making a movie or, or, or doing a show is to look at the camera. So there's plenty of times where I have to 
like force myself not to look at the camera, especially when it's right here, and then you're having to <laughs> deliver a line that's just right off camera. So making sure your eyes don't just drift to the camera and you start going, hey, you know, doing a song. Have you ever noticed you looking at the camera like slightly? Uh, there's been a few times where I, there's been a few takes where I, been a few takes where I looked at them and said, you know, we need to redo that because I think I looked at the camera. Yeah. So you have an honorary doctorate. Which I, from University of Louisiana Monroe back in 2001. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Do you ever sign or do you ever jokingly say Dr. McGraw? No. <laughs> I wouldn't dare do that. No. <laughs> Especially since it's honorary. I didn't put the work in. <laughs> L- and Lunchbox, is there something you'd like to say about this? Yeah, it's a joke that you have an honorary. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it's an absolute joke. Oh it's an absolute joke. Yeah, I there's agree. no way they should give that I to you. I didn't even graduate from college. <laughs> exactly. So. That's what I'm saying. And they give you an honorary doctorate. Like, Tim, I'm sorry, but you don't deserve that. <laughs> okay. It's well, an it's honorary. Yes. So, it's an, yeah, yeah. Right. He has done so much that they want to honor him. <laughs> he's not a literate. He can't go and do surgery on somebody today. I understand well, that. I would try. Again, he can't do surgery on someone today. So, did when you did you speak when they gave you that doctor? I did. Yeah, I gave a speech. And all those kids there going, "Why is this guy? Yeah, no, he didn't do yeah, it. He didn't even go to class." Okay, you two stop ganging up together. These guys, I, I busted my ass doing all exactly. this work, and here, here, this Yahoo comes up here and giving a speech with his gown and his doctor stripes and all that stuff. Honorary though. Yeah, honorary. honorary. That's, it's honorary, and, I was, okay. and I'm very honored and grateful that, that they gave that to me. I didn't expect you two to gang up on me on that one. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> of all the scenarios there, that was not one that I had seen. It just beat me up. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, before, I, when you talk about filming these long episodes mm-hmm. and the elements, were you still waking up way early to work out? Even yeah, though, I oh, mean, that was on. probably two thirty, three o'clock every morning because our call time usually was about four, four fifteen, four thirty every morning, and then we'd shoot till seven or so, and and get home and eat, and then it was to bed. But you know, the cool here's the coolest thing about it, and and kudos to my wife who blew me away on this show, and it's the first time we ever done any acting together. The coolest thing was to go home with your acting partner and your life partner and to lay in bed at night and talk about the scenes that you did today, especially when things went really well and to lay there and sort of have that sort of giddiness of, of having a great day's work and being able to do this and, and being how grateful we were in our, at this point in our careers to be able to go do something like that, that, you know, and you, and you never know how something's going to turn out. You know, it was great. Taylor Sheridan's a brilliant writer and he creates these great worlds. And it was amazing to be there and amazing to be a part of it. Work with Sam Elliott. I mean, just all the great people that we got to work with and everybody bought their A game every single day. So to constantly learn every day and to be home, go home and discuss it with, with your wife who just, you just did scenes with that day was, was pretty special. Amy was talking about a story where it said you and Faith like to road trip, or the story was like yeah. you drive to. Is that true? Like you will get in and just drive to California? Yeah, we've 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 done that four or five times during, especially during COVID, which which is the coolest part about it, and all the bad things with COVID. But the coolest part for us was being able to drive across country and put our mask on. And go into the truck stops where nobody could recognize us and get those nasty taquitos that are rolling on the roller thing. That was like our go-to. Let's go get these taquitos because nobody can tell it's us. I <laughs> bet with the masks, you were able to go a lot of places that probably you weren't able to go before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the was... black cowboy hat didn't tell him it was you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I wear that everywhere. <laughs> I, I assume you go to Target. Yeah, go to Target with my black cowboy hat. Now I wear my chaps, too. There, yeah. See? And the beard. Yeah. Put the beard back on, the big yeah. fake beard. From no, it was a real beard. But the new one would have to be fake. The new you cut one would have to be fake, yeah, because I, could, I couldn't wait to shave that. And anybody, that was the first thing I did. I think we wrapped at like 4 in the morning on a Sunday morning. And the first thing I did was shave. I couldn't I couldn't wait to get rid of it. And, and anybody that 
like you guys have seen, anybody see me when I have a regular beard knows that my beard is gray. I mean, it's pretty much solid gray. So the hardest part about dealing with that the whole time was keeping it dyed so it matched and and continuation for for every scene. So that was a constant work. Tim McGraw is here. We're talking about the tour, and I hope you guys go. It's all over. It starts April 29th. Uh, Russell Dickerson, one of our good buddies, yeah, is out on guy. with you. Alexandra yeah. Kay and Brandon Davis. And it's been six years since he's done a solo tour. Tickets at timmcgraw.com. I wonder, because I've been lucky enough to be near when you're about to start a show. Mm-hmm. And it's it feels like, and I'll give a terrible analogy, uh, when I played football, you the few minutes before, the 20 minutes before, you listen to music, you're, getting, you're trying to get in the zone, you're getting pumped up, you don't want a lot of sti- a lot of things stimulating you except for what the goal, like you are getting fired up. Yeah, that's not a terrible analogy because that's the exact same analogy I use when I'm talking about it. It's like being in the locker room before a game. You sort of find that zone, and I, I love to pace before I go on stage, and I sort of get that 10,000-yard stare and just sort of find – Find that zone and find you know you're you're always you're, you're looking for that guy. You know, Do you stretch? You well, you stretch. Yeah, I stretch a lot before I go out because usually we've had a pretty hard workout during the day, so I got to stretch it all out because things things don't operate the way <laughs> the same way they used to if you don't stretch. If you're in boots, you ever slip? Uh, you know, knock on wood. Yeah, terrible question. Just, uh, just don't even answer. I, just don't even answer uh, the question. Uh, once or twice in my career, I've I've, I've taken a fall, but but rarely thank god the new single 7500 obo mm. um is a great song and i think it represents a lot of like how i grew up and you know the the small town that mm-hmm. i grew up in and a lot of the values uh we eddie and i were going to a birthday party we went to a birthday party one of our friends the songwriter and you know i think one of the people that wrote the song one of the girls was like hey i got this new song tim just cut it and we were like oh i wonder if this will ever be a single it was so and she played it and we, and we were all like it's such a good song. Yeah. And then here it is, and it's just doing so well. Like, what drew you to this song? Well, at first, I mean, I loved the song right off the bat because it just sounded so different, and the phrasing was so different for me. It was something different than I'd done. So I liked it. But there was a moment where I wasn't sure that I would cut it because it name-checked my songs. So I thought, all right, is that cool for me to do a song that name checks my songs but it was such a different song and such a cool song and such a good vibe that we had to give it a shot in the studio and when we went in and cut it byron and i sort of looked at each other because it blew up in the studio when we were recording we sort of looked at each other and said you know and and here on earth was probably my favorite album i've ever made and there were a lot of great songs on that album so for this one to sort of stand up and raise his hand and say this one needs to be heard i'm so happy that it that it got on the radio and, and is getting played because it is different and it is I, I like the sound of it. It's pretty cool. And secondly, when we shot the video, I got to do it with my, my baby daughter, Audrey, who played the lead role in it. So that made it even extra special. Two final questions for you. My first one is, you know, with we've talked a lot about your successes, but you know, was there a moment in your career that you look back at that was a massive failure and you go, I'm really glad that happened because I learned a lot from it that allowed a lot of those successes. Well, you know, you always learn more from your failures than you do your successes. And, you know, I certainly have had my moments where I wasn't the best person I could be or the best artist I could be. You know, I've had those moments for sure. Um, But the biggest massive failure and embarrassment that I had was at the Grammy Cares one year. Um, Bruce Springsteen, who's a friend of mine and one of my favorite people in the world, asked Faith and I to to do Tougher Than the Rest together for his the honor 
of honoring him at the at the thing. And there were all these huge artists were there. I mean, Neil Young, I mean, you, Sting, you name it, they were all there performing Springsteen songs. And, and anybody that knows Springsteen, you know, it's so hard to cover his songs because a lot of them are so left-footed and, and wordy and all that kind of stuff. I mean, anyway, we got up, and I said, sure, we'll, we'll get up and sing. So we all were all on stage. All these artists are on, on stage. And it was one of those songs where everybody knows the first verse and knows the chorus. But nobody ever really knows the second verse. So we're standing there, and he turns around and says, hey, Black Hat, come sing the second verse. And I'm like, I can pull this off. And I go up, and I just a total fail. I couldn't find the phrasing. I didn't know the words. I mean, it was terrible. And I was so embarrassed. It was one of those nights I've just ruined my career. I've just ruined my career. Luckily, it, because it aired, luckily I got to go back and fix it, and they were able to cut away, and and so it didn't look like I forgot the words. But it was it was uh, it was one of those things. I can't do it on in front of everybody, but Faith was standing beside me, and I got up and sang, tried to sing it, and when I stepped back, she did like a, a little bit of a side step away from me. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, I don't know guy. that guy. That's funny. Oh no. Uh, my final question is: with all of the massive. Um, recording success that you've had of all the songs was there ever one of your massive songs you almost did not record because you're like i don't know if this this i don't know if this is it and then it, you did because somebody else was like tim this is a great song and then all of a sudden boom it's a massive hit i like it i love it it was it was one of those things but only because i mean i love the song but only because i had come it had indian outlaw not too long before that and i thought you know i just don't want to be this guy that sings all these novelty songs and and to me i thought it was sort of a novelty song at the the beginning now i really love it and and love the record we made on it but yeah i almost didn't cut it because i just didn't want to i just didn't want to become that guy that does those kind of songs all the time so luckily you know we had a bunch of other great songs around it and, and and that's still a great song so i'm glad i recorded it because it's become one of my my certainly on stage one of my biggest songs also you guys got to check out tim's tiktok because i don't know whoever you're working with on tiktok and you guys are coming up with these ideas it's just you're just you're killing it oh thank in you in a quick amount of time too like you got how you guys do your your you know your duets and you know how you perform in the living room put up the your team's really good at, yeah i've got at, a great team that. they they you know if it was left up to me because i'm very technically challenged and really don't know a whole lot about that kind of stuff so uh, my my team really puts together great programs for for me to do and then then we'll sit down and discuss it and go through certain ideas and nick some and then some will make bigger because we like them you guys go to timmcgraw.com get tickets uh the tour starts later this month um, my final, final question that I didn't tell you I was going to ask. My final question is, what's the one song? What's the If someone didn't know who Tim McGraw was, and you're like, you can only play them one song to, to kind of show who you are. It's only one. It's hard to do. What is it? Wow, that's tough. That's really tough. Oh, man. I, you know, Humble and Kind's always been one of my favorites. I just, I, I love that record. I love what it says. I love the, the emotionality to it. Um, but more importantly, I love the universalism of it. There is Dr. Tim McGraw here with us today. <laughs> Tim, good to see Hush. you. It's, it's uh, always awesome to see you. You too. Okay. Thank you guys for having me always. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on 
about being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay them. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes, and then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit, products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around, even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. When it comes to things that I love universally, uh, my dogs, and I'll go three to one. Arkansas sports, number one, my wife. And so I love it. You know what I almost love universally is bacon because, I mean, it's hard to have bad bacon. I love bacon. I love it like not super crispy. I like that middle, like a little bit of crisp on it, but also a little bit of soft. And when it comes to bacon, the best bacon, and again, I love bacon. The best bacon is right brand bacon. It's awesome. So awesome that I had some sent to me and I came back. It was up here in the studio and it was gone. And Eddie took a whole case home, but where he blew it was he posted it on Instagram. Bacon is awesome. So let me tell you about Right Brand Bacon. It is so good that if you cook bacon for people at your house, they're going to be like, well, what's happening here? Like, you, you in an extra good mood today? Nope, it's just the bacon. I'm talking about the number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down type of bacon. The thickness of it, how it's actually real wood smoked, it is unbelievable. Almost indescribable. I cannot tell you about it with words and how good it is. Do yourself a favor and get you some right brand bacon and experience bacon the right way. The guys on the show have been giving Amy a hard time over this situation. She believes that her parents are coming to her after their passing in a form of an animal and um, an animal that she really loves. And so she talks about it and why she thinks it's a sign and why she thinks it's real. And of course, the guys give her a hard time. But so many of y'all on our social media supported her. You guys believe in signs too. But I had to add this at number four on the list. Amy talks about seeing her parents in a way after their passing. Number four. Did you tell me that you saw your dad? Yes. Your, well, da- your dad who is not alive anymore? Yeah. He showed up. 
It's crazy. Because I told y'all after he died last year that I had never had a Blue Jay visit my feeder. My mom had come as a cardinal, but no Blue Jay. And then all of a sudden last year, Blue Jay came. So for our listeners who are new to this, Amy believes that there are birds... And these birds are her mom, okay, which yeah. is a... No, no, okay. You just, you said. <laughs> her mom comes back as a cardinal okay. to see her, and her dad comes back as a blue jay. Potentially. And they're more so like signs from my parents. Not that they're like actually came back and were born as a bird. Can I just say this? If what? you can't prove either way, why not just it think it's really right. there? I don't really care how we want to okay. say it, but I just don't, I just am clarifying that maybe my mom's like, oh, hey, I'm going to go stop by and see Amy today as a but cardinal. But if you're creating that, why not just put your mom in the bird? Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. She hatched. Okay, she's good. cardinal. Love it. <laughs> sometimes she's a male, sometimes yeah. she's a female <laughs> cardinal. So my dad showed up as a blue jay, like right the, the weekend after he died. Then occasionally I get a blue jay, but it's been forever since a blue jay has come around. Like, it's been months. And my sister flew in on Friday, and that happened to be the day my dad died a year ago. And she came in for that, and we were going to cook and, like, honor him. And when we got in from the airport, we're hanging out in the kitchen, and we both look out into the trees. Everybody's there. Kids, we're all witnessing it. What is there? A blue jay. So you haven't seen a blue jay in how long? Months. And it's the anniversary of your dad's death. Yes. And, and my your sister, sister happens to be yes. there. Oh, wow. And we both look outside. And plus, I mean, maybe a blue jay comes, but we don't see it. Do you have any birds probably come that we just don't notice? And we everyone looks out the window and sees the blue jay? I uh, will say I don't believe it, but that's pretty cool. I have witnesses. Oh, I believe you saw the bird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, but, oh, but you just, I have yeah, no yeah. way to prove that it was well, my dad. For me. I don't think your mom's bird and your dad's a blue jay, but I don't I don't know. But it's a sign. Absolutely, it can be, and I can't say it's not. You said your grandma sent you a sign. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Let's reverse that. I know I did mm-hmm. not. I said I couldn't prove it either way, but it was really weird that when I was like, I don't know, twenty something, the guitar that she gave me, like bang, clanked over. Coincidence? Probably. You said, Grandma. Give me a sign. I know, I know, I know. Get a guitar. And then what? <laughs> but I'm telling you, I still, even though that happened, I still think maybe I was like to throw my arms in the wind. But I, I have trouble believing that stuff. I know, I know, but it's way more but fun I can't to believe pr- it. it. Absolutely, it Just is. Because- and I wish I could allow myself to go like that. For sure, was. Yeah. I wish I could do what you're doing. I'm like seeing a parent and a bird. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us the gift of animals to remind us of our parents. <laughs> She realized how crazy she sounds when she says that. <laughs> anyway, I think it's great that mm-hmm. you and your sister were able to experience that. True or not, it did give you a feeling. Yeah. It did deliver something to you that you needed, and that is amazing. So cool. We've been waiting because my dad died on April Fool's. We always thought he was going to be like, just kidding. <laughs> he shows up. It's Andy Kaufman. <laughs> so I'm sure every year we're going to be like, maybe this is when he comes back. <laughs> well, I do like the story, and I like that it brought you guys happiness. Yeah, it was cool. Because that's, that's it. That's yeah. what it's about. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. It's always one of the most controversial segments in a way because, uh, you know, somebody doesn't get picked. Everybody's angry. It causes some good strife between show members in a way. It's the employee of the month. That happened for the month of March this week. And let's just say, you know, someone was really upset not not even just one, but maybe two. If you listen to the part one of Best Bits, uh, we broke that down a little bit more. But here it is, without further ado, Employee of the Month. Number three. It's time for the Employee of the Month Yay! celebration. Yay! Somebody 
on the show will be named Employee of the Month. And so, last month, Abby, our phone screener, won. I believe it was the second time she'd won the award. Amazing. It was back-to-back. Yeah, it was really cool. If your name is not called, you have to give the speech you would have given had you won. We just heard Eddie don't, doesn't have a speech. Oh, I got it. No, we just we, we heard it's you in go. The dome. No, Morgan goes. Eddie doesn't read his emails. <laughs> so you didn't even write a speech. Um, come on, when you know you're the winner, you know you're the winner, and you know who you're gonna think. Okay. Well, here are the options. If you win, you can spin the wheel of cash. Oh. And on the wheel of cash, you can win anything from one dollar to twenty to fifty to a hundred dollars. Oh my. How many spins we get? One spin. Oh. Or. You get permission to use my parking spot anytime I'm not here. After hours, weekends, for a whole month. It's the best parking spot. In my last contract, I had to negotiate it to get a spot in the garage. It's a nice one. You get to pick. Or you can promote whatever you want for 15 seconds on the air and get a dedicated employee of the month post on the Bobby Bone Show Instagram. Wow. We will also post a photo of you and display it in the green room as employee of the month. So you get to choose from those three. Okay. Wheel, self-promotion, or parking lot. Let's go. The first person to not win employee of the month is Abby. She won the last two. She didn't win this time. Abby, please say a little something. If you would have won, what would you have said? Okay. Thank you, Bobby, for choosing me again for the third month in a row. But not really. And thank you for my co thank you to my coworkers and listeners for their support. This award goes out there to the kids or anyone really listening. Um, you know, in life there's gonna be people that try to bring you down and tell you that you're terrible at what you do. Oh. <laughs> but you have to take that and use it as motivation to go out and do it anyway. I read an inspirational quote one time. All right, time. time's up. All right, oh. there we Gosh, go. Gosh dang it. Yeah, Let me get we... the quote in. Okay, we gotta go quick. Abby's like <laughs> <laughs> I did I forgot I had a time limit. <laughs> dang it. Read your quote, Abby. Go ahead. Okay. If people aren't laughing at your dreams, they aren't big enough. Okay. There you go. That was worth it. Uh, <laughs> the next person who didn't win is Ray. Ray, go ahead. All right. Oh, let me get in win mode. So every time I drive into work, I always wonder, what's my point in life? What's this point of this job? Oh, what's the point of driving down this road? But then I get to work, and I start to realize I have a point. I see a board in front of me. I control it for all of America. And then you guys arrive hours later, and I'm like, I enjoy working with them. That's my point. Uh-huh. And I get recognized for enjoying what I do. That's the point of life and my point. Great speech, buddy. Thank wow. You. Ray didn't win, and that would have been the speech. Either. Yeah. <laughs> no way he wrote a speech. <laughs> Why are you calling other people out? Because that's called, not employee of the month you behavior. Me out. That's not employee of the month behavior. <laughs> uh, Morgan, you didn't win either. Dang! I know, I'm sorry. Uh, Morgan, go ahead. Well, I'd like to thank Bobby and all the show members and all the listeners for constantly supporting me in this role and almost always being kind on the internet. This is a special job and I don't ever take it for granted. And this is another award I will hold highly on the shelf in my bedroom. So thank you. But she didn't win though. So. Wow. <laughs> that's a good speech though. By the way, you worked very hard. So, you know, it was a big, there's some, been some big bits that have happened. Like Amy's with Ryan Hurd was like a three-week bit. And it was great. It's true. It's all right. And the out. performance actually was in April, so you can't win March Employee of the Month oh. because of that. So you, you had a good month, but you did not win, Amy. Oh. Hey. I know. Hey. What? You had a good month. I don't know. It you had a good you month. Me. You had a good month. So okay. do you have a speech you'd like to read? I do. Okay. Wow, what an honor this is. 
though it probably has lunchbox in a tiz. <laughs> I first want to thank everyone in this room, as well as my friends that let me tell each and every dating doom. My kids also give me She's lots. She's trying to rhyme. It's not really it's rhyme, rhyme. Like, she, like she thought it would, but you're doing good. Stop interrupting, Eddie. Yeah, go ahead. My kids also give me stuff to talk about, but stuff like singing with Ryan Hurd is all me, no doubt. I am taking home this employee of the month with pride, and I'm so happy to have a job that I love. What a wild ride. Pretty good, pretty good. You didn't win, but that's pretty good speech if you want to. I you, did it. And you put time into it, which... I did. Eddie... What's up? Didn't even know this Is was happening. Is he winning it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Hey, that, he didn't win. That's the whole no, point. No, we know no, who won now. No. We know who won. I cannot believe it hey, has hey, happened. Hey, hey, relax. Let's... Go. No, Eddie, you're out. You already know you're out. There are two. That's why you know you didn't write a speech because you had no hope of winning and you knew it. You're like, man, I sucked this one. And did I just move Eddie to the end because I yes. knew he didn't write a speech? Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Amy, I don't know either. Let's this go. person for Employee of the Month has really stepped up their contributions yeah, to the ahead. show. Let's go. What? What? If oh, you look, stepped up. I'm out. If you look back on the most talked about topics from this last month, this show member has been the jackhammer of content. Boom! They call me the jackhammer at home, too. They do? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes, they do! So, <laughs> I'm going to let you both read your speech now, and then I will declare one of you winning. Go ahead, Eddie. Eddie, you don't have a speech. Yeah. Oh, I have a speech. You don't. You didn't write one. Go ahead. Wow. Guys, I- I'm shocked. I'm so shocked I had nothing prepared. Uh, for, I guess, you know what? I want to thank Amy. She brought up something really big. She showed up at 4 o'clock when everyone was home and realized something that she'd never seen before. Wow, Eddie's still here working. That's what I do, and I'm so glad, Amy, that you finally shined a spotlight on it and told everyone that I work so hard on this show. Thank you so much. Bobby, thank you, man. Love you, dude. Okay, that's Eddie's speech. Lunchbox, if... You win. The speech you would give is... Eat it! Eat it, guys! (laughs) Listen, you guys said I would never be here. Dr. Evans, yeah, my high school math teacher that said I was going nowhere in life. How do you like me now? Hey, Eddie, Amy, Morgan number two, Ray, Abby, listen, Mike D, you too. (laughs) Keep going, your time. He's thinking what to say. No, (laughs) no. Is this written I down? I don't need... Is this y- written down? Yes, it is written down. Can you, I, Eddie, uh-huh. do you see it? No, there's nothing no, on no, there. No, it's an I'm email. Not, I, it, I've got it. I don't need to brag about what I do. My work shows for itself. You guys don't appreciate me. And when I... My there's alarm no speech, go- Scooby. He's making it up. Okay, nope. so he also didn't have a speech. My alarm goes <laughs> okay. off at 4 a.m. No, right. you're not... Listen. My alarm goes yeah. off at 4 a.m. And I think, man, I could take the day off, but the show would suck without me, and we all know it. And that's why I am Employee of the Month. Thank you. you all, the two people who went to the finals, neither had a speech. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Had a speech because we didn't expect we were going to win. No, I knew but I was going to win. You're supposed to have a speech. By the way, Scuba and Mike are not in the running. Just so everybody knows, because yeah. they would we win every. This out, the yeah. speeches this out the were for a few. Yes, yes. Okay, here we go. There is a winner. This person. That is, is Z. That is me. That is, that is Z. Z. <laughs> I, I don't even. We learned. We learned life lessons with this person over the last month. Life lessons. It's me. We went through and looked at every piece of content and things that lasted, and we did. And the winner is Eddie. Whoa! Whoa! You want to hear some of the bits that did the biggest? There's no yeah, chance. That is shocking. There's Go no ahead. chance. The lesson of the milkshake? Yes. Big one? Big life lesson. Passing out in the shower, a multi-segment situation where doctors ended up calling in. I almost died. Eddie the dad, the punishment with the kids, the tablet being still. Whenever we wow. looked at all of the bits, the only person that had provided more material, period, was Amy. But when it came to big 
segment, you you were the employee of the month. You're month. calling me the jackhammer? You are the jackhammer. The jackhammer jack of the show. Our employee of the month, yeah. Amy. Amy, give what? me some love. Come on. What month was the milkshake? Oh, uh, this, yeah, March. March. Yeah. Interesting. So you did win. Wow, okay, now I get to decide my prize. Now, would you like to spin the wheel of cash? I don't like the wheel, but there's a lot of money on the... Ooh, it's on 100 right now. Would you like to get the self-promotion for 15 seconds and a post on the Bobby Bones Instagram page that says Eddie's Employee of the Month and a picture in the green room? Mm, maybe. Or would you like to get a permission to have my parking spot at all hours when I'm not here? Okay, parking spot, I already parked next to you. No big deal. Uh, the whole attention thing, I don't really want to bring attention to me. I want the money, Bones. Spin the Let's wheel? spin that wheel because it's on 100 right now. Let's make it land on 100 again. Let's make some money. Lunchbox, should he get more than one spin? No. Okay. <laughs> hey, I why mean, are you so I, quiet, buddy? I, I, why is it quiet? Oh, Lunchbox, I'm sorry. I, I mean, whatever. Eddie, I, mean, I, I had the biggest yeah, yeah, yeah. segment of yeah, all yeah. time. Are you okay. ready? Okay, quiet, guys. Go ahead. Here we go. Come Give me on. $1. Let's it's spin that wheel. One dollar, 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 We'll it's, already, it's already over for April. We already know who you're giving it to. You said it in the beginning. Who? Who? Amy, they, Ryan, Herb. That's we already know. True. That's a great bit. It's Still a lot thing. of time, though. Yeah. Yeah. One thing. All right, Man. everybody. We will see you next month. <laughs> we'll be back next segment. We'll see you next month. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I'd have to pay them. You know, somebody did, but St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes, and then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit, products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around, even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. 
Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. When it comes to things that I love universally, uh, my dogs, and I'll go three to one. Arkansas sports, number one, my wife. And so I love it. You know what I almost love universally is bacon because, I mean, it's hard to have bad bacon. I love bacon. I love it like not super crispy. I like that middle, like a little bit of crisp on it, but also a little bit of soft. And when it comes to bacon, the best bacon, and again, I love bacon. The best bacon is right brand bacon. It's awesome. So awesome that I had some sent to me and I came back. It was up here in the studio and it was gone. And Eddie took a whole case home, but where he blew it was he posted it on Instagram. Bacon is awesome. So let me tell you about right brand bacon. It is so good that if you cook bacon for people at your house, they're going to be like, well, what's happening here? Like, you, you in an extra good mood today? Nope, it's just the bacon. I'm talking about the number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down type of bacon. The thickness of it, how it's actually real wood smoked, it is unbelievable almost indescribable. I cannot tell you about it with words and how good it is. Do yourself a favor and get you some right brand bacon and experience bacon the right way. Coming in at number two, it was a segment that you might have missed from the show last week. At the end of Friday's show, Bobby made a huge announcement for him and the Raging Idiots and them getting to open up for no one other than the GOAT. Garth Brooks, or as some of people say, the king. But I think some people say the king is George Strait. But the GOAT, Garth Brooks, the Raging Idiots, are opening up for him in Arkansas. And y'all, it was such a cool announcement, such a cool moment to hear about. Bobby was in disbelief because of the timeline, how everything happened. So I had to include it on this week's bits because it happened so impromptu last week. I couldn't include it then, but it had to come in. And number two this week. So here's Bobby talking about the super exciting news. Number two. So I don't think I've ever been gotten with an April Fool's joke. I think I'm 41 years old. I mean, if somebody like goes something on your shirt and slap, that doesn't count. But like a real legitimate April Fool's joke. I think mostly because my antennas are up. Oh, you're like on it, the lookout. As soon as it gets close, anything and everything, I'm like, is that a joke? Is that the truth? I question everything. So a day and a half or so ago. My phone. Actually, I don't have a notification anymore. I have no notification. I just saw it light up, and it was a number I didn't know. And it was like, hey, man, this Bobby? And any time I see that, I don't want to say yes, because it's a random number. So I say, I don't know. Who's this? (laughs) And the person goes, hey, it's Garth. Now, April Fool's coming right up. So I'm locked into my seat. I'm like, all right, let's go. We're going to go on a ride together, because I'm not falling for it. I'm going to track it, and I'm going to show you that I'm not falling for it before you try to get me. And so I even, you know, tell some of these guys up here on the show, I'm like, hey, guys, finger quotes. Garth Brooks is texting me. <laughs> and if it's one of you guys, I've already got you. Mm-hmm. Just because I knew the joke was going to be la, 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 la. And then on April Fool's Day, they were going to unload, dump the wheel- wheelbarrow on my head. So I was like, what's up, Garth? <laughs> and he goes, hey, I just thought we should work together sometime. Oh, this April Fool's joke is next level now. Well, I think this was the whole plan of the joke. And I say, 
Okay, I'm not, I'm going to go ahead and say April Fool's here. So when you do say it at the end, you have a record of me saying April Fool's, and I screenshot it just so I had a receipt of me knowing it was an April Fool's joke before it even got started. And so I said that, and I said, sure. He goes, hey, we should we should do something together. I'm like, okay, Garth. So I reply back and I say, what, what do you want to do? And then I didn't hear anything for like an hour and a half. So we kept working, and I go home and I'm talking with Caitlin, and I said. Um, Somebody's trying to get me as Garth Brooks. So if you know who this is, tell them I already know it's them. I already know it's a joke. And she's like, I don't know who it is. And so I get another text going, hey, this is an April Fool's joke. Can you talk? And I'm like, all right. I said, Caitlin, get your phone out. Record this. Because whomever it is, maybe it's Eddie doing an impression of Garth Brooks. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he does a lot of really good impressions. And so uh, phone answer, hello. It was Garth Brooks. And I was like, man, they really went through many steps to get Garth Brooks to actually call me to do an April Fool's joke. And he said, hey, I have a, I have a question for you. I was like, what's up? Because uh, we're playing a sold-out show in Fayetteville, Arkansas. It's the Razorback Stadium, 80,000 people. And he said, why don't you come and open for me that night in Razorback Stadium? And I was like, if this is an April Fool's joke, this sucks! Because you're going to break my heart! And he's like, it is not an April Fool's joke, so come out. It's April 23rd. And Eddie and I are going to open for Garth Brooks. It's crazy. <laughs> so, in Arkansas. Yeah. Razorback Stadium. My favorite place in the whole the world. Like, if I could be anywhere in the whole world, it's that stadium. Yeah. Like, that's it. If you ask me, a, a Razorback game, and to be able to do it with my favorite artist. And you know what? People really don't care about the opening act, because it's all Garth. But, it, but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. So, this is not an April Fool's joke. I thought it was an April Fool's joke on me. Right, and you're re- revealing it on April Fool's. I know. So listeners might think now know. you're pranking them. But I'm not because you can't do an April Fool's joke when you say this is not an April Fool's joke. Correct. That's the rule of April Fool's jokes. Okay. <laughs> if you go, this is not an April Fool's joke, it's not an April Fool's joke. So I thought I was being pranked. I was not. Eddie and I will be opening for Garth Brooks at Razorback Stadium. It's sold out April 23rd. I'm not even selling tickets to it. I don't even know if we have tickets. I don't think we have tickets to... Every friend is asking me for tickets, not even for this show, because it wasn't announced yet, but for the Nashville show, because that one sold out. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to do everybody a favor. If you want to see Garth Brooks, I'm not the person to ask, (laughs) because I don't even know if we get like five. I don't know what the rule is for me. So what's going to happen is Garth is doing a second show in Nashville at Nissan Stadium. Tickets are going on sale today at 10 a.m. if you want to buy those. The new date is added. It's next, it's April 15th of that show. And then there's another one that goes on sale next Friday in Birmingham, Alabama. So go to that one if you want. That being said, don't ask me for tickets. I just gave you two ways that you can buy tickets to the show. Because I, I really don't know if I have any. But I go to Ticketmaster.com slash Garth Brooks for the second Nashville show or for the one in Alabama. And for the one in Arkansas, I have no tickets. I'll be playing. I don't know who's coming. And it's not like a show in town where I just be like, hey, come on over, come out. I know Caitlin's parents will probably come because they are right across the state line in Oklahoma. Yeah, I didn't think about tickets being an issue, but I was like, I I plan I plan on being there. I I'll stand in a corner. Well, I don't, but I don't know what the deal. It's not my show, so I don't know what the deal is. If it were my show, I would say, "Come on, I got you." Yeah, but I don't know. I guess you. you I'll gotta, figure it out. You got to hit up Trisha or something. I don't know. Oh, I have a our friend. I well, I I'll see what I can do. On How are you going to get over there? Are you going to drive? No, fly. I was already looking at flights. You were? Mm-hmm. Well, so, okay. That's the announcement here. 
Eddie and I, the Raging Idiots, are opening up for Garth Brooks April 23rd in Fayetteville, Razorback Stadium. We were very excited. I thought it was a prank. There you go. I ta- After I hung up with Garth, <laughs> I said to Caitlin, I said, man, I don't know. And she's like, what do you mean you don't know? I said, a couple of things. Eddie and I, as successful as our comedy band has become, because we write comedy, the, the funny songs, I said, I don't think... 80,000 people in the stadium are going to understand what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and she's, it'll be fun. And I said, people that come to our shows, yeah. you know, we'll sell 3,500 to 5,000 seats a night if we're doing a band show or me doing stand-up. I said, they know what they're getting into. These people coming to Garth are going to be like, what? Yeah. What's happening there? So I'm going to need the people that know what's going on to really sell, sell it for us. Well, luckily it's Arkansas. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of your people. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, like already. That's like Garth giving me a big birthday present. Going, right. I'm doing this show in Arkansas and this is the most important place to you. So here you go. So, okay, we'll be opening for Garth on the 23rd. Amazing. Boom. Got to announce at the end. All right. Let's play, oh, let's play some Garth now. What if Eddie and I covered all Garth songs before he went no. out? How funny would that be? Uh, <laughs> no, don't do that. No? Okay. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Of course, in at number one is the haunted drama we've had on the show this week after Lunchbox bought the haunted doll from Amy so she didn't have to have it in her house. He's had it. In his house for over a week. It's done. It's all happened at this point now. But he broke it down. He shared the two challenges he did. He also did something to discard of the tall. And he made a lot of money doing all this stuff. So it's definitely uh, the drama of April, per se. This may be the reason Lunchbox wins Employee of the Month in the coming months. I don't know. I mean, this was huge. And he did a lot of things. He put his... Uh, life spirit. I don't, you know, whatever that means on the line for this haunted crying doll situation. And it was just kind of interesting to see how it all broke down. So also during the part one of Best Bits, Lunchbox and I talk about this and how he's feeling after it's all said and done. So right now, get yourself caught up on the haunted crying boy doll drama. Number one. Okay, this is the final update. We gave Lunchbox a haunted doll. He's lived with it for a week. Let me ask this before we get into the update from last night. Has anything else happened in your life that you could credit to having a haunted doll in your home? No, not not yet. And yesterday seemed to be a smooth day. Like everything seemed to go okay. Ooh, that's when it hit you hardest. Mm. That's what I, it's the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. He told the doll first, I dare you to curse me for 30 days. Mm, dare you. He said, if you may, curse me for 30 days. And then he did Bloody Mary. He spun around with the doll and said, Bloody Mary. Those are only two, right? That I paid him to do because I paid him 15 and then 20. Then I paid him 50 to burn the doll last night. So you went home. Yep. Did you have a place that you thought, I'm going to put a trash can here and then burn the doll in this trash can? Uh, no, I just thought I'd burn it on the ground. Like I didn't think about a trash can. Like never, in the backyard or something? Yeah, that never even came to my mind to put it in a trash can and burn it. Oh, well, that's how we would burn stuff. I guess that's what I thought. Yeah, okay. yeah no, literally, I just like, I guess I'm just going to lay it on the grass and burn it. Throw some gas on it. And then yeah. start a grass fire? That's, yeah, that's <laughs> that could have been I it. Uh, here's a tweet from Lauren.ket. Mm. Hey, really don't like this segment. It's never a good idea to tempt a devil in such a way. This doll needs to be taken to a priest, and this segment stopped immediately. 
that's some serious stuff. <laughs> I don't think it needs this, oh, but okay, man. I respect that. I that's your opinion. Um, okay, so you're going to burn the doll Yep. in the yard. What does your wife say about that? My wife is not a fan of that. She's like, I don't know if we, that. I don't want you burning it in our backyard. Like, what, what the spirit? Like, you know, it's already messed with me over the last weekend. Like, I, I don't want the spirit living in our backyard, or then it can come in our house. It's just, it seems like a bad idea to do it in our backyard. Because it's your thought that if you burn it, the spirit comes out of it and then takes over what's near. Yes. So then, what do you do? So then I was like, man, where can I go? Someone that doesn't believe that this can happen, that doesn't believe in the spirit of the doll and it being haunted, a guy sits next to me. His name's Eddie. So you called him. Did you tell him why you were coming over? Well, I used the premise as, hey, man, I'm coming over because I got to drop the money off for your son who won the March Madness bracket. Mm -hmm. And so when he answered the door, I had the doll with you. I handed the kid (gasps) the money and I had the doll behind my back. This is all true. Did you? When did you see the doll? When he walked in my living room. The doll was in me. your house. Yes. Did, were you upset? A little bit. I'm like, what are you doing? What? Are you, what why is the doll here? And he says, Ah, oh, I take it everywhere I go. I said, Hey, man, I I might head out in your backyard. You know, you got a little pit out there, oh, you right? Got a fire pit. I do have a fire pit. And he goes, Wait, wait, wait no, no, you're not going to burn that in my backyard. And I'm like, Look, dude, you're the one that told me you don't believe in the spirit. You don't believe that this can be haunted. So this is a safe place to burn it. You let him. I mean, he had lighter fluid. He was ready to go. <laughs> he came with lighter fluid. Okay, do we have a clip of this? Yeah, and here's my thinking also. I thought, if I burn it in Eddie's yard, I get out of town. That thing, I can drive faster than the spirit can travel. Hopefully, it can't follow me home. Never thought about it like that. <laughs> he drives fast. It'll be stuck at Eddie's because it won't know where to exactly. go. Or just lost and a random neighbor is now cursed. <laughs> okay, here's Lunchbox in Eddie's backyard with the lighter fluid. Yep. Okay. We're here to say goodbye to the crying boy. Uh, the spirits, I'm going to burn the spirits out of this doll. Hopefully they don't come back to haunt me. Listen, doll, this is Bobby's idea. Bobby Bones. His address is, I can't tell you that, but you know where to find him. You're coming back to haunt anybody. I'm doing this to set you free. But if you want to haunt someone, you come back and get Bobby. Oh, boy. Oh, I heard the light. There he goes. Later, crying boy. Set you free, my friend. Set you free. <laughs> my friend. Go, spirits. Get out of here. Do you feel like you saw anything come out of the doll? I mean, there was a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah, smoke. But Black did you feel smoke. like you saw anything that wasn't? <laughs> man, you watch the videos, man. You see, I, I mean, there's stuff that's unexplained. I don't know if you call it smoke or what. You know, they say dogs have senses and you hear a dog bark, right? Like senses that we don't have. And that dog barked. Well, you right heard a dog when- bark? Yes. Yeah, there's a dog bark. Wow, we didn't even hear that. And not only that, this, maybe the same dog was the one that bled once Lunchbox brought the dog home. The doll home. No, no, that was my dog that bled. I didn't take Ooh. my dog daddies. Yeah. But maybe but, the dog but, barking but is the one that oh, hurt your dog. Got it, got Dude, got like it, a it. dog nearby. You think what? that spirit went by that dog? I don't dog know. Or that what? was or weird. Or he smelled no, the spirit in the air? No dog barking until the flame. We hit that clip again, right? Let's hear the dog. Skip it forward? Yeah, yeah, skip a little bit forward. All right, let me do I'm going to skip real quick. Do you guys hear Ray or is that just in my ears? Not I hear Ray. I heard him. All right, here we go. On someone, you come back and get Bobby. Oh, boy. There he goes. Later, crying boy. Set you free, my friend. Set you free. Go, spirits. Get wow. out of here. I mean. Amy, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. Oh, boy. I hear things. 
<laughs> well, no, everyone heard is it that now. <laughs> Did you? Well, I mean, I caught it the first time. Is anyone talking to you now that's not in this room? <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, well, the, the doll is done. You burn the doll. Is it too uh, crisp? It's not done. Here's, it's too crisp. Here's the problem. Yeah, yeah, it, no, no, it's crisp. Like, I mean, Go there ahead. is no way. It burned for 45 minutes, and then Lunchbox leaves. And I don't believe in this crap. You know, I don't believe in any of it. And I look outside. Does he know this, by the way? No, I haven't told him any of this. I have no idea what he's about to say. And I look outside, and it's been an hour and a half, and the thing's still smoking in the back. And I, I put all this stuff over it. I was almost like a burial. I'm like, put, and don't let any oxygen get in there. It'll die out. Hour and a half, it's still smoking. I left it there. It's still there. Uh. And I went to go check it, and one of the legs still has all the color to it. It's almost like it never burned. A part of his leg. But the face, the head. A chard. It's but, all but not burnt like it should be. I mean, it's not completely gone. It still somewhat exists. I mean, it's just charred. So what are you going to do? So I well, nothing. I mean, I just all night I was thinking, like, you know, those images of uh horror movies when like Chucky's half burned, mm-hmm. but he still comes out. He's I'm still like, doing some stabbing, but he's messed up. He's no longer <laughs> the crying baby, but he's charred baby. He's now the burn baby. So I don't know, man. Like, it's still there. I, I kind of want to, like, burn it all the way or get rid of it. I don't know what to do now. Remember the caller that said those babies don't burn? They saw that on the internet? It didn't burn all the, the way. The photo, the picture of the baby didn't burn. Yeah. Mm. So well, there's So, that. I mean, the this leg. This is what I'd like to say about mm. it all. Not my problem. So you guys deal with it and handle it. But, well, man, I did it. And, I mean, I feel. Oh, I see it. Uh, He's charred. It's. I, I'd burn it all the way through. I'd burn it more. Just keep burning it more. Yeah, and then get it. rid but what, of it. But why am I involved in this? Exactly. You let him come to the house. I did it. He walked right in. What, Amy? Nothing. I just... Is somebody yeah, talking I, to you? <laughs> <laughs> what are they saying? Are you hearing Amy, what, what, yeah, what's happening right I now? I think that we need to just completely get rid of the doll. Like, so, Eddie needs to get it out of his house. Today is Get trash it out day. of your fire pit. But, uh, it, how do you... It's like you don't want to just get rid of it and then the poor trash guy... <laughs> it goes with I him. Mean- <laughs> All right, Keith Urban, Wild Hearts. Well, I'll check back in a week or so and see okay. how it's going. All right. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. That's it, y'all. Those are the best bits this week. I appreciate y'all hanging out with me and listening to this, getting caught up on the show, also listening to the behind-the-scenes interviews. I hope you enjoy them. As always, make sure you hit me up at WebGirlMorgan on all the things to talk to me about this podcast, give your opinions on things, whatever it may be. I love hearing from y'all, and I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 
right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.